are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Emergency podcast here for you all as the Pelicans just traded Drew Holiday to the Milwaukee Bucks. Deal finally done, announced by Woj on ESPN. We're still getting some of the details on it, but basically we've got the instant reaction pod right here. We'll break down the trade as we know it right now. What comes next for New Orleans, the players they're getting back, the picks they're getting back, and why did they choose this trade potentially out of all of the other ones out there for Drew Holiday, who's a hot name on the market? How did some of this deal get done? We'll answer all of that and more into the, today's, this emergency edition of Locked On Pelicans. All right, there you have it. Drew Holiday traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. The deal got done a little bit late. I was actually in bed asleep, and I'm getting up right now to record this just for you all since it's such a big deal. But it seemed like this was going to be an inevitability over the past couple of weeks. We were definitely leading up to a a point where Drew Holiday was going to be moved from New Orleans, likely going to a contender, and likely getting this done right around the draft. Well, the draft is tomorrow, so there you go. The reason they've gotten to this point could be a number of things. It could be that they offered him an extension and he said no. It could be that they weren't sure that even if they kept him, they'd be able to re-sign him. That is a different uh, set of circumstances than offering him an extension that he turns down. Or maybe, and this is what I think it is, and we'll get more to this in the third segment, David Griffin realized that if you want to build a long-term contending team in a small market, you need a lot of draft picks. And right now... Drew Holiday's value is at an all-time high. It was never going to get higher than it was going to be this offseason. This is an offseason where four or five teams have cap space. If you want to make a significant improvement to your roster, it's not going to be through free agency. And so all of these contending teams are looking to the Pelicans because Drew Holiday is there as not just One guy, but a two-way player, really. So he's impacting you both offensively and defensively, which you do not see very often um, to the level that he can do it. And go, that is the guy that can put us over the top. And all of these teams are looking and hopefully making good offers. We've heard some of the offers. We've talked about a lot of the offers, too. But it seemed that in the past couple of days that the market for Drew Holiday was, in fact, going to be pretty high. And there had been reports out there that, yes, there was significant compensation, draft compensation, on the table for New Orleans. Well, they found it with the Milwaukee Bucks. And we'll get into why this deal coming up here in a few as well. But the trade right now, as it's being reported by Woj, who broke it first, it's going to be Eric Bledsoe and George Hill coming back in exchange for Drew Holiday from the Bucks as well. Three first-round picks. And two pick swamps. So the equivalent in some capacity of five first round picks coming to New Orleans for Drew Holiday. That's a lot. That is a lot. There's no other way to put it. The players in the deal don't really matter as much. Eric Bledsoe, George Hill. I don't even know if those guys will play a minute for New Orleans. It's the draft compensation that is getting this deal done. It was funny because as I was planning out this show that you're listening to right now, before this deal went down, I was going to focus on the Lakers trade. The Lakers had offered uh, New Orleans basically the package they offered for Dennis Schroeder. 
the 28th overall pick, Danny Green, and then Kyle Kuzma as well. That would have been the trade. Eric Bledsoe, who's better than any of the players already in that late hypothetical Lakers trade, plus one first-round pick. Now you're getting three first-round picks plus two pick swaps uh, from, from a Milwaukee Bucks team that's in a bit of a precarious position. I don't know if you would have gotten this type of compensation, this return for Drew, for Drew Holiday from any other team. The Bucks are desperate to keep Giannis there in the coming seasons. He's going to have a supermax on the table the second they can offer it to him, like basically right now, more or less. They needed to go all in to try and retain Giannis in a small market, not have him jump ship. You are going to have to overpay for any guy that's going to be able to do it. But for Milwaukee, this deal... If Giannis resigns, is not five first-round picks plus Eric Bledsoe and George Hill for Drew Holiday. It's for Drew Holiday and Giannis. And to them, that's completely worth it. I don't know if any other team would have been as desperate in these negotiations as the Milwaukee Bucks were. And that's why you're seeing this kind of return come through. And as much as I'd like to keep Drew Holiday here, and I'm very sad he's gone as a fan and as of him as just like a great person, right? When you get this kind of offer, you do not say no. So the instant reaction, if that's what you're looking for right now, this is a really good deal for building for the future for New Orleans because you are not going to get this sort of deal from anywhere else. So that's the trade. It sounds like one of the picks is going to be in this upcoming draft. So tomorrow, the Pelicans already had the 13th overall pick. They are now going to have the 24th overall pick too that Milwaukee got from the uh, Indiana Pacers. So that's coming now to New Orleans. So that's one of the three. I'm not thrilled about getting another pick in this draft, but likely means that New Orleans can now try and move up in this draft to really get a guy that they have kind of locked in on. Who might that be? We can touch on that in the coming segments as well. So a lot more to come. Um, stay tuned for the rest of the show as we talk more about what's next, what happens to Bledsoe Hill, how are they as players just in general, and then why this specific trade compared to some of the other ones too. So before we get to all of that, the draft is basically finally here and the Locked On Podcast Network is going to have live draft coverage this year on YouTube. I will also be live on my own YouTube page, but I'll be popping on this as well. It's also going to be on Facebook and Twitch over at Locked On Live. It's going to be the only place where you can find Chad Ford, basically the goat of draft analysis on the actual night of the draft. Join Chad, Brad Rowland of Locked On Hawks, and David Locke himself for the most most in-depth coverage of the NBA draft featuring analysis from Jeremy Wu of Sports Illustrated as well. Follow Locked On Live on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and get alerts as soon as they go live. Don't forget to subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast from. The only daily Pelican show Monday through Friday breaking down everything you want to know about this team, including breaking news like this. Basically, the instant reaction podcast gets turned around so quickly so you get Everything you need to know about this trade right away. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. So again, Drew Holiday traded by the Pelicans to the Milwaukee Bucks. Three first round picks, two pick swaps, Eric Bledsoe, George Hill. We'll get into some of the specifics, I think, on this deal in a second here. But I do want to touch on some of the stuff regarding this. Listen to all the other deals that we really talked about. It was going to be the Miami Heat offering a guy like Kendrick Nunn a first-round pick and probably a sign-in trade to make the math work of Derek Jones. It's not a very good offer compared to this. I'm seeing some people on Twitter say that the Pelicans are losing this deal because you're kind of banking on Giannis leaving for these picks to be good. But again, everyone's making too much about Drew Holiday going to a contending team. 
teams with good draft picks were not going to trade for Drew Holiday. The Hawks were not going to trade the sixth pick for Drew Holiday. The only situation where maybe you were going to get a high draft pick in this deal was going to be with the Golden State Warriors in the second overall pick from the weird year that they had when no one played and they ended up with the second pick. It's not like there are bad teams that are like, let's trade a bunch of our draft picks for Drew freaking Holiday. As good as he is, he's not James Harden. I don't even think those bad teams would trade all of those picks for James Harden. That's a big problem when trying to move a player like this. You're just not going to get good draft picks in that sort of deal. So you kind of make up for that by getting as many draft picks as possible. Quantity over quality, because that's just how it's going to go. The Cavs, we're not going to trade for Drew Holiday. The Bulls, not going to trade for Drew Holiday. The Knicks probably weren't even going to trade for Drew Holiday as much as that might make sense for them. So when you look at the total compensation New Orleans is getting back in this deal, it's a good trade. The Denver Nuggets were going to offer Gary Harris and a first-round pick plus Will Barton. Three first-round picks for Milwaukee's better than that. You can't flip Will Barton or Gary Harris into a first-round pick. Now, Eric Bledsoe, maybe you can. Combine them with George Hill in some capacity, maybe you can flip them into other things, but you can at least flip them into other assets, even if it's second round picks and you're still walking away with three and two pick swaps. That's a really big deal for New Orleans to get this. And so that's part of why I think they made this trade versus any of the other ones, even if it hurts them a little bit in the short term. They're not going to be as good next season, but you got so much back and those picks, yes, are probably going to be 25 and later, 24 and later, but at least you've got as many of them as possible because any picks you were going to get were going to be in that range no matter what. So the picks, I've seen some people asking about that. We know one's going to be in this upcoming draft. The Pelicans have 13 and 24. I do think they will maybe look to package that and move up a little bit, but also the future picks. So what's going on there? There's likely going to be some sort of lottery protection on some of these. And it looks like Milwaukee owes a future pick as well. So this gets a little bit complicated. So this is probably not one of those situations. And don't don't forget, you cannot owe consecutive draft picks. You can trade them on draft night or right after. And basically there's ways to go around it. But you cannot owe consecutive draft picks in over consecutive years. It's really that simple. So usually it's an every other year kind of thing. And you do pick swaps in those intermediate years to kind of even it out so you control a team's draft, essentially, like what the uh, the Pelicans have with the Los Angeles Lakers. That isn't exactly how it's going to look right here. It's not going to be every other year with an, uh, an owed pick. So things are going to get a little bit complicated. We're still waiting to see one of the what this is all going to be. And we might not know that for a full day or so here. But it doesn't matter. If they keep Giannis, the protections on those picks don't matter whatsoever. So if Giannis does leave, yes, these pel- these picks probably look a little bit better and the protections probably dwindle somewhat on all of them. But I don't think they do this move and give up all of that draft compensation unless they have some idea that Giannis is likely staying. That's a lot to give up and screws your team for years if he ends up bolting. That's... What you've kind of got to live with. So I think they probably know that Giannis is staying. These picks are going to be 25 and later. I wouldn't worry as much about the protections on these because I just don't think it's really going to come into play. I think these are going to be 20 and later, and that's just what it's going to be. And the Pelicans are going to look to try and flip them and then package it um, with a ton of things. Now, they have a lot of picks. When you look at what David Griffin turned Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday into, six first-round picks 
multiple pick swaps, at least two. It's, I think, four or five right now. Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, and now Eric Bledsoe and George Hill. This is an absolute haul for two players. That is a lot. The teams that control future drafts right now are the Pelicans and OKC. Those two teams are kind of in control of all future drafts, it really feels like. The Pelicans have ammunition to really go and get almost anyone they want in the league right now. If there's a guy that they think is the right fit with Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram, because we know Brandon Ingram is going to get the max. So this is putting them in a very good position for the future. When you're in a small market, you've got to stockpile draft picks. You just don't get free agents like you'd like to. And you need to add big name players and big pieces to a team through trades. It's the unfortunate way of life around the NBA. And now the Pelicans are in position to do that. And I think this is a move where you see David Griffin realizing Drew's value is at an all-time high. You're never going to get something like this for him in any other position. Finding the right team that was desperate enough to send all of these picks over and realize that if you want to build a sustained winner in a small market, this is what you need to do. And they did. And that's why they moved on from Drew Holiday, even though they talked about him as an MVP candidate, a guy that was allowed to dominate, that didn't come all the way to fruition. And we'll do more of a postmortem on his playing career here in New Orleans in coming days to kind of look back on that, do more of a, a retrospective on everything here. But I think they just realized this is the right time. Circumstances, the stars aligning, the perfect storm, all of that to just make this move as much as it might hurt because it hurts to see Drew Holiday leave. And we'll talk about that in the next segment because good person, good family, like everything you could have wanted out of him in New Orleans, he more or less gave you, minus some of the winning and all of that. But it's still a little sad. But man, it's a lot of draft picks. And that's kind of what you want in a small market. So overall, this is the best deal that the Pelicans were going to be able to get, regardless of where these picks land. So coming up on today's edition of Locked On Pelicans, an emergency Drew Holiday edition of Locked On Pelicans, what's next? But before we get to that, today's show is brought to you by Built Go. It's tough to break through walls. Maybe your team's best player gets traded in the middle of the night when you're already asleep, your phone starts vibrating, you take a look and you go, oh, I've got to go record a podcast because you owe it to your audience and it's such big breaking news. They need to hear a podcast about Drew Holiday being traded because that is what happened here. I didn't want to get up. But you've got to break through those walls and go and do whatever it is you need to take care of right away and just do it, right? So think about whatever your wall is and what you need to break through. And Built Go is here to help you do it. It's because it's easy to take 1.5 ounce energy gel packets, throw it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever, or your golf bag to power through the back nine, or just keep with you throughout the day to help you break through walls that always arise. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's like a five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for your body. It's like drinking a monster energy drink with a third of the caffeine but better results. It comes in three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. Uh, and chocolate mint. Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein, and that collagen protein is fast-absorbing. It promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. This stuff literally makes you look better and built go is loaded with good stuff to ignite your work you've got b3 caffeine b6 b12 all of that great stuff to help you break through whatever it is your wall might be so go to builtgo.com use promo code lock and you're going to get 20 percent off your next order use promo code lock for 20 percent off at builtgo.com 
All right, wrapping up today's show. But first, don't forget, subscribe to Locked On Pelicans. And hey, it's draft season. It's free agency. It's trade season. You've got to be listening to the show every single day. Five podcasts a week, breaking down all the latest rumors, the biggest trades, coaching search, free agency, the draft. We've got it all here. No paywall, anything like that. Just basketball talk five days a week. Make sure you're up to date on everything going on around the Pelicans. Subscribe to Locked On Pels wherever you get your podcasts. So we've gone over the trade and why the Pelicans made this specific deal, even if on the surface some of this doesn't look all of that great. So what's next? Well, the draft is tomorrow, and now the Pelicans have an extra first-round pick. They now own 13 and 24 in this draft, and that is likely enough to move you up a spot or two, which I think is something the Pelicans have been looking at. We've heard a lot of rumors that they're looking to move up even if it's just a few spots plus I don't think they now they have five draft picks I don't think they want to try and bring in five rookies into training camp and all of that stuff and get five rookies up to speed at the NBA when everything is coming fast and furious this season and I do think this rookie class is going to struggle because of it Could a team like the New York Knicks at eight be willing to move down a couple of spots to add another young, hopefully talented player to their roster with a 24th overall pick? Makes a lot of sense. Same for Detroit. Look for New Orleans to try and package that plus maybe a second round pick or two and move up into the top 10. Maybe a guy like Killian Hayes is on their radar or Tyrese Halliburton, one of those point guards out there to also maybe replace some of what you lost in Drew Holiday. I think that's kind of on their radar to try and go and do right now. The other part they're looking to try and do is to flip Eric Bledsoe and George Hill. They're not bad players in a vacuum. Eric Bledsoe, aggressive guard who can go and try and score uh, 15 points per game last season, 5.4 assists, 4.6 rebounds. He shot decently well from three, 34.4%. Nothing amazing, but not horrible. But I don't think he really fits what New Orleans is wanting to go with. He's a bit more of an isolation kind of player. He's a little bit older than the rest of the team at over 30 years of age. He'll be um, basically 31 by the time the season starts. I don't think that's what New Orleans is really looking to try and add to their roster, though certainly they are happy going into the season, and he probably projects as a starter for the team right now alongside Lonzo Ball in the backcourt. And it gives you some depth there, but it's maybe a guy that you could flip potentially, and I'm sure New Orleans will be trying to kind of reroute him to another team. He's got a lot of long-term money, which I don't think the Pelicans are particularly thrilled about. He's going to be making almost $17 million this coming season, 18 after that, and then 19.3 the season after. I don't think they want to have that money tied up there in that sort of guy, though it is about $10 million less than Drew Holiday is. But if they can flip him, they absolutely will. I don't think it would take an absolute ton to get Eric Bledsoe from this team. George Hill basically makes $9 and $10 million over the next two seasons. Again, another guard that just gives you a little bit depth there. 10 points per game last season, 3 assists, 3 rebounds. He did shoot very well from 3 for Milwaukee last year, and he did it on 46%. He's a career 38% shooter from 3, can run your offense just enough. Again, these don't fit the these guys don't fit the timeline, and I'd rather give point guard minutes and guard minutes more to Nikhil Alexander Walker, Lonzo Ball, and a guy like Josh Hart and others. I don't think these two are long term plays for New Orleans. You had to bring them on just to make the salary work. If they can reroute them, they absolutely will. That's what's next for New Orleans. And obviously tomorrow we'll talk more about what the Pelicans could do with the 13th overall pick. And now 
the 24th overall pick. And as we wrap up today's show, this is sad. I'm happy about draft picks. You should be happy about draft picks. But losing a player like Drew Holiday really does hurt. As we talked about different trades and the situation unfolding around the team the past two, three months or so, one of the things that I had said was that there was a lot of mutual respect between the organization and Drew. It went both ways. Both people or or the team and him, not both people, felt like they did right by one another. Don't forget when his wife, Lauren Holiday, ended up having a brain tumor while also pregnant, they let him just take time off. He missed games that season to go and be with her. That's not always the easiest thing to allow someone to do when you were in win now mode with Anthony Davis. And they did it happily. All of that has been a great kind of interaction to see a team and a player respect each other so much that you often don't really see in the NBA anymore. Drew going into the bubble donated the remaining portion of his salary, $5 million plus dollars to help black owned small businesses in New Orleans and other places and just kind of did right by everything. He and Lauren Holiday and their family, just good people who are out in the community trying to do good things, had all of that stuff top of mind always. You never heard Drew Holiday complain ever throughout his time here in New Orleans, playing on ball, off ball, whatever it was they needed him to do, he was willing to do to try and help this team win. Never let all of the AD stuff get to him, took players under his wing to work out with them in the off season and just be that leader that you would want to see for a team. He might not have reached the level of play that we would have hoped from him, but everything else with Drew Holiday, you could not think of a more beloved guy here in New Orleans, a better ambassador for your basketball team than he was. For that reason, this is sad. For a number of those reasons, you don't want to trade a guy like that. But it's a business. This is kind of how it works in the NBA. And it's unfortunate. But thank you to Drew Holiday for all he's done on and off the court for this team, for this city, for this franchise, everything you could have wanted. He basically did. This is still very sad um, to see him being moved. And it's unfortunate, but the Pelicans did get a very good return. And we'll have more on that in the coming days. So thank you all for listening. Don't forget, check out BuiltGo. Go to BuiltGo.com. Use promo code LOCKED to get 20% off your next order. Thank you all again for listening. Subscribe. Make sure you listen multiple days because there's going to be a lot more news coming. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'm going to go back to bed now, and I'll see you all tomorrow.